We are tonight's entertainment. I only have one question. Are you not entertained? Now, I don't give a bag of dicks what kinky shit you're into. Just be into it quietly. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying? the most horrible way to die. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy. The following movie contains material that may not be suitable for all viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Happy Halloween, lurkers. It's your favorite low-budget shit-talking horror host himself, Postmortem Paul here. So, this episode, a little bit different. A little bit stinkier. Um, okay, so... I mentioned on the last episode, the Halloween 1978-2018 episode, I mentioned that there might be a little bit of a special gift for all of you. Well, here it is. This is the trick to the trick-or-treating of Halloween, I guess you would say. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to preface this also. I was the one responsible for the recording, and right before I started recording my program that I use for recording uh, like Skype episodes and whatnot decided I wanted to do an update. Well, shit. So, the two gentlemen who joined me on this episode, they sound fucking great. There's nothing wrong with them. You're going to hear them nice and clearly. It sounds beautiful and everything. My end, on the other hand, was a little bit fucked up. So, I have done the best that I can to clean this up. Um, You will also be able to find this um, recording, so to speak, through uh, Two Fat Dudes, which is another uh, Next Level Network uh, podcast. Um, it's usually Zach and Chad who are on there. Well, Zach was one of them that joined me on this, and along with uh, a friend of ours, Keith. The three of us kind of decided we wanted to do a little shit-talking episode. Um, <laughs> shit-talking, no pun intended this time around. So we did a little movie review thing here. Um decided we wanted to have some fun with it and we wanted to go completely lowbrow and so we decided to do a movie review on a movie called dun 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 zombie ass the toilet of the dead yeah uh that's a thing believe it or not it is actually a movie a japanese uh schlock film i guess you call it or whatever anyways yeah so we did that Um, The better part of the episode is after the review, actually, when myself, Zach, and Keith, we kind of, like, you know, just shoot the shit. Fuck, seriously, every time I said the word shit in that episode, it just sounded wrong. But, yeah, um, we kind of just, like, you know, hung out. Three guys hanging out, talking shit. Uh, (laughs) This is not going well. Um, Anyways, yeah, that's... uh, 
that's what you're getting as a little Halloween trick from us guys at the Next Level Network. Ben is going to kill us when he hears these, this uh, recording, but that's okay. We love Ben. And yeah. So without further ado, I am going to hand the reins over to, well, myself. I was part of it. Um, but Keith and Zach uh, from other podcasts of the network, you'll hear it in the recording and whatnot. I want to kind of let those guys, you know, introduce themselves and stuff like that. But anyways, yes, uh, please enjoy. Uh, This was the first time uh, crossover kind of thing we did for Halloween. So hopefully you'll all enjoy it. And here we go. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's Zach from the Two Fat Dudes, and I'm here with two other members of the illustrious family of podcasts known as Next Level Podcast Network. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, my name's Keith Bowerman. I am uh, part of the Oyster Mill uh, Playhouse Radio Theater podcast, although I should point out very strongly this is not an official crossover <laughs> here. <laughs> they did not say this was a good yes. idea for yes. him to do this, this was This is uns- unsanctioned. We're off the range, people. There we go. All right, and... I am that low-budget shit-talker horror host from <laughs> What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero. Yeah, it's uh, the Canadian from the Great White North that has zero credibility when it comes to movies, Paul Williams, <laughs> also known as Postmortem Paul. Oh, uh, Paul, you realize that you're not helping your situation by doing this podcast right now. <laughs> once, no, I'm really once not. Everyone but... this. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel kind of icky, yeah, just just as it is. Just a little bit. So yeah. here, here's the story, folks. This is how the Next Level Halloween special came to be. Um, somehow or another, conversation got struck up on the Book of Faces, where uh, we... I don't even remember how... Like, someone mentioned... Creepies. Creepies. Is that what it was? Yeah, Paul Paul had posted a video uh from Creepies from like the Muck Men. I'm I'm sorry. Spookies. Oh, Spookies. I'm sorry. What did say Creepies? Yeah. yeah. Spookies. And it, it was the Muck Men making these fart sounds as as they attack people and get uh like well, dissolved when they got hit by wine or something like that. And and I just made an offhand comment about the fart zombies. Like, well, it's no zombie ass. <laughs> and I I grasped that one. I was like, oh man. Yes. So so in a way, I feel responsible, and I'm really, really, really sorry. This is your fault. It is. Technically, guys, it's my fault. I was the one that posted the Spookies clip. I don't also, do that. None of this happens. That, that's a very good point. That's a fair point. You don't have a horror podcast. We didn't. Then we didn't watch. What we were just saying, the movie Zombie Ass, The Toilet of Death. That's right, right? Toilet of Death? Um, the, the dead. The to- Something like that, yeah. Toilet, Toilet, of, Toilet of the Dead. Toilet yeah. of the Dead. Yes. Oh my, and what a movie this is. Um. <laughs> this, this episode's going to be filled with puns, that's for sure, because <laughs> it, it, oh. shit and fart <laughs> jokes throughout the whole movie, yeah. It's going to be hard yeah. not to make a pun. Even when we're yeah. talking like seriously about it for <laughs> whatever moment that will be. Yeah, when 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 they feel the need to put a CG demon face inside of someone's exaggerated fart stream, you know that's wow. that's the kind of movie we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, it went there. <laughs> yeah. This, so this movie's a gasser, that's for sure. Oh. <laughs> 
Damn. Okay. Uh, You're fired. (laughs) Oh, man. So the basic gist of this movie, folks, just to kind of... Well, it was released in... You you said you have the release time? Uh, Yeah. So the very first time it was ever seen by any audience whatsoever was at the Austin Fantastic Fest, uh, September 24th and 2011, in the good old United States. Not Japan, but U.S. (laughs) Sees it first. Japan gets it, like what four months five months later they get it like february 2012 and then those of us here in canada we saw it the following july at the fantasia international film festival those are pretty much the three dates i grabbed but i thought for sure japan would have seen this first nope sorry (laughs) yeah that's it's really interesting that a that a japanese film with all in japanese was seen by american english-speaking audiences first that's a that's really strange. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Austin's Austin's tagline is keep Austin weird, so it, yeah. it kind of works <laughs> that it happened in Austin. Yeah, and I, and I think with uh, films like The ABCs of Death and The Machine Girl, the director, Norobucho Iguchi, I think that's how you pronounce it, yeah. I think he had kind of a cult following here, so I think that's largely why that happened. So did uh, Tokyo Gore Police, right? I'm pretty sure he did. I believe one. he did, actually. Yeah. yeah. That one, too. That one itself has a huge cult following. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy, uh, you, you hear about the things that this guy, oh my god, he did Robo Geisha? What? Have you guys seen Robo Geisha? <laughs> no, but I think I want to now. Oh, you do. It's making me want to see it. Now, yes. that, now that I have realized that this is the guy that did Robo Geisha, everything makes so much more yeah. sense. <laughs> I, I suddenly have another $5.99 burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> Robo Geisha is exactly what it sounds like. It is robot geishas. There are giant robots involved at some point. Saw blades coming out of faces and titty guns and you name it. You name it. Another one called Hente Samurai. Oh Jesus. Oh wow. This guy has a very good. (laughs) It's weird because it seems like the ABCs of Death is like the most serious that this guy has ever been. Right, so so I guess the question that I have is like with Robo Geisha or Robo Geisha and uh, the movie you just mentioned there, Paul. Uh, where where does that fall on the trauma scale? Say Toxic Avenger to Terror Firmer. Ooh. Mm. Oh gosh, Robo Geisha is somewhere along the lines of Poultry Geist. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've ever seen that one? <laughs> mm. I don't know about the other one because I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen it do you know about no, no, the no. same listed i'm like that oh, oh <laughs> i haven't even seen this one but i'm like that doesn't sound good like <laughs> it sounds like it could oh be i think we found scary. our next ep- i think we found our next episode there <laughs> although abc's of death now conveniently the segment he's known for is f is for fart uh, makes, yes yeah, wow which looks- also stars arisa nakamura who was megumi in this film that's crazy. Megumi's the main. She's the main character yes. in the schoolgirl outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a Japanese film without girls in schoolgirl outfits. No, definitely not. He also seemed to just really want a reason to show her boobs. Yeah. Because it was really unnecessary the whole time. Yeah, this is like the the loving close ups of it. You know, yeah. it was like. What, in okay. the shower scene or whatever, when they're like, she's like, "I will protect you. I will love you," and all this. It's like. Why is this happening? Like, why couldn't they just be yeah. sitting on a bench or something? But no, in a shower, naked. 
Well, they didn't even get to the shower because she says, could you please shower with me? I'm scared. Yeah. So she gets naked, but then comes out of the shower, and they just stand there naked with each other. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we need some context. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, should, we should start from the beginning. <laughs> we'll I, I don't know why. I mean, we could just get to the end faster if we just jump around. Well, you figured, okay, so if we're going to do that, I'll start like kind of start the movie off was... Yeah. With that opening scene with the doctor telling some girl to open her mouth as some zombie was about to puke in it or whatever. And I was right from like the first five minutes of the movie. You're like, what the fuck am I in for? Like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, it, it was just that was all sorts of weird. And then like later on, obviously, that girl becomes like a huge part of the story. But I'm like, uh, OK, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of having bad taste flashbacks right there. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, I, I told you guys before the show, I mentioned it for those who might be listening. Uh, I had only ever seen the first like 10 minutes of this movie before because a friend of mine, we like to do bad movie nights. This seemed like it made our list. We turned it on and he got so grossed out that he had we had to turn it off because he was going to puke. Like in the first like 10 minutes, he was like, nope, nope, we're done. Got to turn it off. So, so I mean, that really set the set the set the scene for me i should have known what i was getting into well, as, coming back and as movie. i told you guys like you know before we started recording and whatnot like it's an 85 minute movie it took me almost three hours to watch because i had to keep stopping and going what the <laughs> fuck am i watching like and i would like have to like text a friend and be like talk something normal to me i'm feeling really dirty right now and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, the movie was Seriously. just like i'm just like wow like and some motherfucker thought this up like uh, I mean, I thought yeah. Human Centipede was bad, but fuck. Oh, Human Centipede at least fakes that it's a you know it's really trying. Exactly. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, I I sat in my den and and watched it there. Um, and my wife was in the other room, and the the sound effects are pretty hard to get away from. <laughs> so I, I would just see her kind of come into the kitchen every so often, look in, shake her head, turn right back around. <laughs> <laughs> just go go back to the other room. Nothing but screaming and fart sounds pretty much the whole time. Yeah, we were making plans yesterday, and she's like, are you going to watch that movie tonight? Like, yeah, you can come if you know. <laughs> nope. No. Like, no discussion. Don't even bother. Okay, we, so. we've known for about two weeks that we were going to do this, yeah. and I pushed it to, like, the last second possible. <laughs> all, this movie. all three of us waited until last night to do it. Yeah, and, and we all watched it at pretty much the same time, which is what makes it funny. We're, we're all on Facebook. What the hell? <laughs> so so to, to kind of move the story forward, then you, you, you get that intro, and you're like, what is what is going on with this? Yeah. And uh, then we, we, we find this group of teenage girls and one weird kind of nerd guy and one girl's boyfriend, they're all going on a camping trip. And the reason they're going on the camping trip is because the one girl wants to eat a parasite so she can get skinny like models, yeah. which is a real thing that, that people do. Yeah. And and the funny part is the, the actress, Asuna Mamoru, she is a model. She's uh, what you call a, I think you pronoun- I'm pronouncing this correctly, a grab your idol, G-R-A-V-U-R-E. Uh, model and they're like like pinup models you know a little bit more risque kind of thing but yeah that's totally what she is so the fact of her character being like i want to be skinny so i can be a model is hilarious 
and and I don't remember um, the name of the person who said this, or and they never said what the context of this was, but they pointed out that she has the strongest breasts in gravure. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Are we like breaking rocks with these things? You know, what's 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 the deal here? That would be impressive. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen beer cans, you know yeah, that, that, and that's something, you know, <laughs> that, that'll that'll get your attention right quick. But uh, yeah, I just don't know, man. <laughs> Only the highest quality here at Next Level. <laughs> that's. <laughs> You're doing it proud. Yeah. So so they go on this camping trip, and you and you find out that yeah, who cares about spoilers with this movie, really? Yeah, the whole the whole thing is spoiled. Yeah, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we watch it, so you don't have to. That's right. <laughs> And it's like the zombies are being created by this parasite that comes from outer space, and the girl eats one of them because they found it in a trout. Yeah. And there are these zombies everywhere in this little village that they happen upon, and hijinks ensue. Well, okay. basically. So first off, just to kind of backtrack just a little bit, you gotta remember that the one that's in the schoolgirl outfit there, supposedly she feels guilty about her sister's suicide. Oh yeah. Or whatever, yep. and that's why she's on this trip. And then the zombies, well, they kind of get created in the outhouse when Maki, who is the one that eats the tapeworm, it makes her sick, she shits. Which, yes, I watched a fucking movie where some girl pulled down her fucking pants and shit, and they had the camera on it, and I'm watching this girl take a shit. <laughs> Seriously, there's a dude. never there's thought a dude. Yeah. I would stoop so fucking yeah. low. In watching, there were no cups. There was no other girl. It was, it was, you know. (laughs) But the but the one guy, like the one zombie, was already in the the shit. Yes. And then you get to watch like a solid two minutes of him reaching out and just honking her ass. Yeah. (laughs) Which you know what? I have a complaint about that. Why? I I do have a complaint. Uh, Yeah, actually. Well, yeah, that's that's the next thing. She just kind of stood there, squatting over the thing there, and just continuing to howl (laughs) while he's grabbing at her butt. But. You know, they're, they're talking, they call it zombie ass, the toilet of the dead, and, and the trailers, they show the shit zombies. He's the only one. There's only one shit zombie. That is That's true. Everybody else is like, just had stuff happen to him. Now they're all farting and shitting all over the place. But this one guy is covered in feces, and he's whipping nuggets at them <laughs> as they're running away. You know, but it's like, he is the shit zombie. I wanted more shit zombies. I was promised. This is a sacred trust. Yeah, but I almost wonder if the reason why the title was Zombie Ass and, like, it, what a freaked up, like, fucked up scene it was. But when all the zombies, like, were, like, bent over with the fucking phallic, like, tapeworm sticking out of their asses and they're doing, like, the Michael Jackson <laughs> thriller walk, but, yeah. like, while yeah. they're on all fours. Like, maybe that's yeah. why it was called Zombie Ass, but, like, still, like, you're right. There's only one technical, like, shit zombie. Yeah. And the other part that bothered me about that particular scene you reference is a lot of them, the protuberance, if you will, mm-hmm. was nowhere near where their asshole yes, was. No, it was, know. like, up in their coccyx. I'm like, oh, my yeah, God, like that had to up, hurt. It was blowing up their tailbone. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, that's not even the right spot for your ass. It's not- yeah, it's, it's like, you know, I'm like getting ready to get a mirror. Like, what the hell? Where's this thing? <laughs> do the Japanese have higher assholes than what they do? Right? <sighs> oh, man. Well, yeah, and, so- and there's the one part, though, if you actually watch really closely, which I can't believe I did. But anyways, the, the one guy when he's puking, like, I think it's like 15, 20 minutes into the movie and he's puking. If you actually look, 
Like he keeps holding his stomach. He must be squishing something that has the spewage yeah. coming out. Because it's not even uh, coming mm-hmm. out at his mouth. It's like coming out of like his <laughs> fucking nose and his eyes. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't even try. <laughs> that's, that's but the would thing. you? Honestly, some director comes up to you and says, "We're gonna make a movie about tapeworm that, like, you know, causes shit zombies," and you're gonna be like, "I'm gonna take this shit seriously." <laughs> Damn straight! I make the best shit zombie movie you ever saw. Right. You know, like the truth. The truth is, though, the best B movies before B movies were being made on purpose were the ones that took themselves so seriously. Oh yeah. But just sucked. Those are the best B movies, you know. Oh yeah. So, so maybe that would have actually made it better if they right. were taking themselves really seriously. Oh yeah, the king of them, Ed Wood. You go back and look oh, at his films. God. They yeah. were all doing their best, yeah. but they had no money and no vision and no talent. Why do you just mention that? Because I just watched today a documentary, like fifty worst horror movies ever made, and Ed Wood owns like ten of them. Oh, man, oh. that is not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tor Johnson is a mark of quality. Oh, he is. He is. <laughs> Absolutely. I, w- I was actually shocked to see how many Bella Lugosi was actually in. I'm like, really? I didn't think he was in that many. He was in quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the, the real-life history of Ed Wood, but the, I know that the, the film adaptation made it seem like he and uh, Bella Lugosi were pretty close in, in his elder years. Because I, know, I didn't even realize they were in that many movies together. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I hate saying the word shit during this episode. <laughs> Can't be avoided, man. Can't be avoided. Mm. But yeah, I mean, the basic gist is that the that this, these parasites take over, eat your brain, force you to fart a lot, roll through your stomach. That doctor was keeping his daughter from dying of cancer by making her eat a new tapeworm every day. And she is evil now because she's on Team Tapeworm, basically, right? <laughs> well, and Nagumi killing the dad and all of that, they're kind of sentenced her to death. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's sent her over that, the deep end. That, that would sort of make me want to cut you up a little bit, you know? That's fair, that's fair. Oh, man, but that queen, the queen Oh, the my God. I was saying to you guys on Facebook that this movie felt like half tentacle porn, half... What was, what was the other half that I said? I totally just blanked uh, on it. Oh. Like half tentacle porn, half... And... Fuck, I forget what the other thing was you said. Yeah, here, <laughs> I can't remember. But it was like tentacle porn schlockfest, basically. Yeah. It was like somewhere between a trauma film and tentacle porn. That's where this yeah. totally falls. Because know, it's interesting the, when you said that because last night I was thinking that like the tentacles, in a small little way, they remind me of Aylmer from Brain Damage. It has like a hen and water feel to it at the same time. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Except that nice. Aylmer, Aylmer has a lot more personality, obviously. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, this. Uh, it really was hard to get through this one. It was. Uh, the jokes weren't funny. No. Like, no, no, like, you could tell it was trying to be tongue in cheek, but it was just failing like, at, every, at every aspect. Yeah. I mean, it's very very japanese is very much of that sentiment yeah you know so uh, what i basically wrote down was it seemed like it was meant to be a live action anime like a lot of like their like their facial expressions and especially the one they're wearing the yellow shirt or whatever he was totally right out of like an anime like oh for sure yeah for sure and that the reactions and everything which i'm sure the dude must have been like having a fucking he must have been like busting a gut every fucking time they called cut. 
<laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, the climactic fight scene mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, at the end where Megumi rocket farts herself into the sky oh. to fight the evil <laughs> queen of the uh, yes. of the parasites. Like, I'm going to die. But but my my sister forgives me. That gives me the strength to fire a jet out of my ass and go back <laughs> up and fight this thing. The, the, act, the only reason I was excited about that was I knew we were almost at the end. Yeah, it's like, this has got to be it. Dude, once... Okay, so when uh, when they first dealt with the, the zombies and they all... And they came into the... Hello, doggy. Sorry. Oh, hiya, Pooch. When they first uh, fought the zombies in that cabin, mm-hmm. I looked at the timestamp and I was like, oh my god, there is so much more to this right? movie. <laughs> at that point, I was like, like six times. I swore that it was like almost over at that point. And I was like, "Oh no, there is so much left to go." Um, <laughs> did anyone else totally, totally call that they should not have eaten that doctor spaghetti though? Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Right yeah, away. the doctor. The doctor seems like a nice guy and like says he's going to protect them and he feeds them a spaghetti dinner. And I'm like, "Ooh, that's that's dumb. You should not be eating that." <laughs> I'm sorry, like, maybe it's just me, and, like, I have a strong stomach for most things, but if I just saw my friend eat a tapeworm, and she later on shits it out and ends up dying and all this other stuff, and someone feeds me noodles, the last thing I'm doing is eating those noodles. (laughs) Because the the stuff going through my head would not be pretty. It's like, no, I'll I'll pass, thanks. You got any bread? Uh, I like spaghetti. I don't know. I, I like spaghetti, too, but not after witnessing that <laughs> that's a really good argument Keith. he's like eh, i like spaghetti yeah, spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti is pretty awesome you know okay yeah, give me the soba man we're down Ooh, soba. yeah what's in this whatever i don't care man <laughs> oh, uh, it's raw okay cool yeah we'll do that parasite eggs whatever yeah it's spaghetti. yeah i'm down <laughs> give me a little cheese we're all right <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, this if I had to okay, so on two fat dudes, we always rank our like like reviews that we do of things with the pudding pop scale. It used to be the Cosby scale. We decided that was no longer a good idea. Oh my. So we just went with the pudding pop scale. And it's 1 to 5, and if I had to rank this movie, I would give it a fucking empty box of pudding pops. <laughs> You're just getting the box. You pulled it, you bought it at the store. You were excited, you got home, you opened and there was nothing there. That's that's how I would have to review rank this one. Hmm. Well, if I had to, if I had to do that, I would actually probably give it one. A one. I would give it a one because it had some. Believe it or not, go with me on this. Okay. I think it actually had a few interesting ideas. Do tell. Okay. Well, the fact is now I am. I work at a Japanese steakhouse, but I don't know much about Japanese culture. <laughs> Let me just say that right off the bat here. That um, it, it struck me as a little interesting that, like, the whole impetus behind her sister's uh, suicide was all about image, about right. how clean you are, how how mm-hmm. you know chaste and all of that you are, and and farting. Because that's was... one of Megumi's big hangups is that she wants to remain pure to everyone around her right exactly and so it there was a lot in it that seemed to be kind of geared towards this whole self-image how people perceive you kind of notion 
that just happened to be told with uh, dick-shaped tentacles and farts and shit zombies. That's actually, you know, you make a really valid point that in a weird way, surrounded by poop and gratuitous butt shots and things like that, there's a weird character study going on of how women have to hope that people perceive them and how they have to maintain certain image images. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I and, um, uh, Megumi were all about being pure. Um, Maki was all about being thin and being sexy. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think. And the one who wasn't obsessed with body image had a boyfriend who wanted to bang both the other girls. Right. But <laughs> the stoner. That, yeah. Yeah. What was it? That was, Dance, um, right? Take. Talk- that was Take. Yeah, Take. Yeah. He was named, played by Kentoro Kishi. Oh, okay. And you you found something interesting about the other guy, the, the Oh, Danny. Guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Danny. Um, he was he played the character um, Naoi, I think is how you pronounce that. Yeah. He's actually the um, the lead uh, singer and guitar player of Japanese punk band The Fifty Kaizans. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, I, I found some of them on YouTube earlier, and they were pretty groovy. And like I said, the unfortunate thing in all of this too was uh, I also found out what the um, the uh, the Kaisens were, K A I T uh, E N S, uh, but the band spells it with a Z. They were actually uh, suicide missiles, basically employed at the end of World War II. They would seal a guy up in it and fire him out of a submarine, and he would have to travel along surface with a little periscope find the ship he wants to go to dive again and just use this rocket of compressed air to launch himself into the side of a ship that's insane <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know that something like that existed <laughs> I, I mean i knew you know about uh kamikazes but i didn't know that th- i didn't even know that that was a thing oh yeah the, the kamikazes the suicide planes suicide boats and they would just get like pt sized boats and just smash them into you know, larger boats, things. Yeah, it's, it's pretty heavy duty at the end of the war. Wow. That but is, that's, that's a side note. That, that's probably the most educational thing anyone is ever going to hear on a Podcast Zero episode. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be of service. Thank you. Where, where do you rank this, Paul? You've kind of gotten okay. a gist of, of us. What do you think? Okay. So first off, I'm going to say this. This actually has, on IMDb, a 4.8 out of 10 rating. <laughs> that scares me. <coughs> that's hipster irony right there. That's, that's what that is. Rotten Tomatoes, it's 33% fresh. I was like, what? Okay, so there's actually 33%. That's a third of the world that have seen this movie that actually think this is decent. That <laughs> <sighs> scares me. Anyways, so you're talking about, like, what? what is it? The Pudding Pop containers or whatever? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and how I would rate this, honestly, is use toilet paper inside the Pudding Pop container (laughs) Um, like i said first off this is 85 minutes i'll never get back for the fact that it also took me three hours to finally finish the damn thing um (laughs) and so and i'll say this in defense the reason why i actually put the toilet paper inside the pudding pop is because some of the practical effects actually weren't too bad they actually were somewhat decent it was all the cgi that fucked this movie right over I mean, the, oh, the CGI was the, not the, the great. The gaseous <laughs> farts, the the tentacles flying out of their fucking panties and shit. It, it was horrible. Um, like absolutely absurd. 
and that's this is coming from a guy who's watched movies like Street Trash and Spookies, okay? Like <laughs> Street Trash, if you've ever seen that, there's a lot of melting and oozing in that movie too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this this fucking movie, like, and I it, I kept saying that like this the the whole time I'm and I'm talking with friends on like you know texting them and stuff, and I'm like this fucking movie with like twelve like exclamation points at the end of it. <laughs> And like I said, the sad thing is, this is the second time I've watched this. It's just the first time I must have been drunk or something because I didn't remember half of it. And it probably would have been a lot better if I had been drunk. Um, but You know, maybe we should preface with that. If you're going to watch this movie, be drunk. some form of substance yes. should be imbibed first. Wait, wait. Yeah, in, you're probably right. Here in Canada, they just legalized weed. Come up here, smoke some, then watch this shit. Like, there you go. Like, yeah. Because you need something. You need something to get through this thing. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. It. I always do like ratings on a scale of one to ten on my show. Okay. Let's just say it. it this. There's no way it gets higher than a two. It really doesn't. Yeah. I, I give it this much. Aside from the few practical effects that were really cool, someone was creative. Somebody had some fucking vivid imagination when they created this shit, but that's about, that's about all I can give it. Right, um, like it, it, I don't know. It really, it really does kind of go back to what I was saying earlier. Is that like there was there this whole culture of making B movies mm-hmm. has become a thing, but it came out of movies that were that people really wanted to make and really had passion to make, but didn't have the budget for. So when it when it was all put together, it was fun because it was so bad, yeah. but everything about it was being taken very seriously. They wanted to put out a product that was good. They just couldn't, you know? And then this culture arose out of that where people purposely wanted to make shit movies. Mm-hmm. And that loses the the charm for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, charm is lost there. Like, this movie was made on purpose to be exactly what it was, and that just makes it so not charming at all to me. Like I can't even think of it in a in a fun light, you know. Afterward, I'm mm. just like, no, never again. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, and, and the humor is so infantile. <laughs> There's nothing clever about it, if you know what I mean. Like, like I can handle infantile humor as long as it's done in a clever way. This wasn't even clever. Sure. This was just let's see how badly we can gross you out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm also a 10 years old boy. <laughs> so I'm 4. So I, I yeah. So I was kind of like, you know, I was, I was good, you know, it makes I like fart jokes. They make me laugh. Yeah. So you're you there. No wonder no wonder she'd walk into the room and then just shake her head and leave cuz she'd walk in, hear a fart sound and hear you go. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was more beavis than butthead, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you, are you, are you <laughs> like looking for TP for your bunghole? <laughs> Oh, oh that's, a, that's an apt <laughs> reference for this movie. <laughs> yeah, really. No, 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 don't get me wrong. I was not sitting there and giggling at this movie. <laughs> I was, I just, I, let me just clear that up right now. You were crying. I, I was doing something. I don't know what I was doing. I was, I started by eating chips, and that ended pretty quickly. But, um, but no, I, I like, I like good infantile humor. I've been, I've been trying for. Uh, 
couple of weeks now to get Ben back to watch uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Oh my oh, god. No. See, that movie is a gr- <laughs> that movie is great. Yeah. I could talk about that one all night, which I think you and I started uh, Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we spent about a good 2 hours just firing quotes back and forth. Yeah. But um but no, I, I like infantile humor and I can forgive yeah. a lot of things just on that level. But you know, you're you're very much right that the whole film it just I don't want to say it relished in its badness almost to the point of being cynical, mm-hmm. but it kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can like, look at how bad that. we are. Look at how funny this is. Yeah, it's kind of what it really, felt like. Most of the jokes, it felt like there was someone standing there pointing at the joke being like, see, see, that's poop. Yeah. That's poop. <laughs> yeah. And here's some boobs over here. Ooh, look, boobs. Boobs and poop. Ooh, he's grabbing her butt. Look. 15 seconds solid of you watching him grab her butt while he's covered in poop <laughs> while he's covered in poop yeah. she farted <laughs> I, I like poop yeah. well, you know now, now I feel like we shouldn't be reviewing it I feel like we should actually be doing a commentary that people could listen to a lot I know right <laughs> oh, no. oh no no but seriously I, I and I mean obviously like I said like 10 minutes into the movie you're like oh no I'm in for this kind of fucking movie but the scene that like probably blew my mind the most was when the zombies in the fucking ground grabbing at her ass and it's like she's not moving like, yeah she's, she's just standing, there. standing yeah. there it's like okay of all the women i have ever met in my life if you even breathed on their ass the wrong way they're gonna kick the living shit out of you dude if, if i'm taking if i'm taking a dump and i feel a hand i'm moving right <laughs> exactly. yeah and she's just uh depends on where they want to grab actually <laughs> Okay, from from in the toilet. I can't believe Ben is going to allow us to put this from in the toilet. <laughs> hand comes out. Ben's going to listen to this shit and be like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" <laughs> Class act here. Oh, good lord. Anyway. Mm. Oh man! Ooh, yeah, guys, everyone listening, the Next Level Network is a great place for podcasts. <laughs> Absolutely. Ben, this... yeah, Ben Beck is li- he's going to hear this and be like, "Oh man, I should not have said this was a good idea for them to do." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be the backup if we uh, did, if we needed an extra guy. So true. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, this, ben, this could have been him. Down with us. <laughs> yeah. There's no escape. You know, while while we are here and we're actually all speaking in person, well, not in person, but actually using our voices instead of keyboards, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I wanted to bring something up. I'm not sure if you've gotten to watch it yet, but I just recently listened to your Return of the Living Dead episode, Paul. Okay. Which I really enjoyed. Thanks. And uh, you were talking about the haunting of Hill House. Yes. And I just need to tell someone how fucking amazing I thought that show was. Mm. Have you seen it yet, Keith? I, I have not, actually. Oh, it's totally oh, worth watching. Oh, shit. I kind of wish you had because we could talk a little more in depth about it. it, it it's it's phenomenal. It, yeah. I've, I've heard that. It, it, is, it is like half horror, half character study. Oh, yes. Like, it, it's like you really, like they really dig into these characters and how, why they are the way they are, and how they interact with each other because of what happened at Hill House, kind yes. of thing. Mm. It's it's so interesting, even without the horror aspects. It's an interesting show, but then it is creepy and scary, and like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about yes. some of the scenes that that are that happen. That. So it's kind of like a so it's kind of like a sequel to the original Shirley Jackson story. Uh, 
it's based off of. Uh, Mike, Flan- okay. Mike Flanagan, the director and writer of it, basically took her story and he elaborated on it and stretched it out into ten episodes. Huh. Now the but, original oh. does the original story kind of do the time jumping? I don't think not so. necessarily. I don't know. So I, no. Is it just the family living in the house? I have yet to actually read the book. I've more talked with people who have. So yeah. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know exactly how it was done. But from what it was explained to me. He basically took her story and just really fleshed it out. Hmm. Do you like? Do you know? Was was that all? Just family lives here. Bad things happen. Uh, sorta. Um, it's if I remember correctly, the um, one of the theaters that I associate with around here actually just staged that. Oh uh, wow! Uh, like last month, if I remember correctly, the the story itself is a professor and students come to stay at the house and sort of check things out and funky things happen in some years after the family was there. Yeah. This is a bit different then. Yeah. 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 The basic, like, and this isn't spoilery. You figure this out in like the first like 10 minutes, but the basic gist is this family, I probably like in the eighties lived in this house. Awful things happened. They don't tell you straight out what those awful things were or what led, what like, or, or like how it happened, but you get the family as they are now today, and it keeps going back and forth. Okay. Like you get uh. a little bit more about the story, get a little bit more of the modern day. Yeah. Like, and it's very. Are you familiar with the TV show Arrow? Familiar with it, yeah. Okay, in Arrow, especially the first five seasons, a lot of what happened in the past mirrored the present. Yeah, and they yep. kind of do that with this, where they show like something that's going through in present time, and then they show you in the past how it came to be that that character ended up the way they did, and yeah, they kind of do stuff like that. It's it's very interesting um, to kind of uh, like highlight on one point he, he um, you were saying about like how it like focuses a lot on like the human dynamic and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have seriously everyone that I know that has seen it, including myself. There is an episode somewhere within between episodes one and ten. There is an episode somewhere that will affect you so badly because you will have known or experienced something like what you're seeing. They, right? They did such an amazing job getting these people and their characters down so perfectly. Like for me, it was episode four. Episode four completely rocked my fucking brains. I was like, I, yeah, holy shit, because I've dealt with people who are addicts. And I'm not going to spoil a whole lot, but they did such a good job of showing that on the screen. I was like, fuck, you guys nailed that and then some. Um, and th- yeah, it, 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 there's people like so many people I've talked to that have said like, this episode stood out for them and this one because of the human dynamic that they brought to this. The creepiness definitely helps the movie or the, the series, I should say, but it's the human element that makes it like so absolutely fucking amazing. Absolutely. Like you really start to feel for yes. the characters. I felt like it's very certain ones too. For me, it was like, what was uh, the youngest daughter, Nell? Like I really, like I, I, I was attached to her and like, I felt like, very emotional towards things that were going on with her. And that's good writing. Like that's good writing and that's good acting. Like it, it was, it was a tour de force. It really was. You should, you're going to enjoy it. I think. Okay. I, I got to confess. I got to confess. I am really bad with, 
television. Oh yeah. You know, I'm I'm still on season one of Game of Thrones. You know, I'm I I've never watched a minute of Lost. I've I've been, you know I'm yeah I I just I I have too many other things to do. I I don't really have opportunity to um to sit around. But I have uh, been told that that's one I want to check out. So uh, that's binge. So I definitely will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do like to binge from time to time. I sat down and did Daredevil season one all in one go. Nice. One I was there till like four in the morning. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I was watching Stranger Things. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's another one I've not done yet either. Oh, Ooh, that, man. that one's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a lot of good things. I, I know. I know. It's got to clear up though. my schedule it, some. Hey, it's all right, though, because like when I was like younger, I never watched TV. This this TV thing has been something that I've picked up in the last maybe five ten years. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, like how did you how did you become a horror buff in that well, time period? Movies, if that was movies was thing? different, but like TV series. Oh oh, oh oh okay, the gotcha. Only series I really followed when I was a kid was Batman the animated series. Oh, which is yeah. a good one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but well, like we're living in like a television renaissance yes. too. Like television yeah. was not as good as it is now when we were kids. No. You know. Like nowadays, the writing and the storytelling has evolved so much. Well, I, I guess that's how you look at it. Maybe, maybe this is my nostalgia talking. But I was born in the mid seventies. I'm forty two. So when I was a kid, you know, the A Team mm-hmm. and Airwolf and <laughs> and all, and all yeah, Night Rider, oh, all that shit, man. I was down. <laughs> man, I love Mr. T. He was he was the man. You know, and and you go back and you watch that now, you know, in older, fresh eyes, and you realize these shows were kind of shit, yeah, really. They were all you know, hokey, but they're fun. Oh, but yeah, but they're awesome. That's why it's yeah. it's kind of depresses me a little bit when you see things like uh, like the reboot of like Magnum PI, for example. Mm. Now, I may not be being fair here because I have not watched any of the reboot, but in like the the commercials and stuff I've seen, it looks just like any other action series yeah, that's out there right now drama. yeah back in the day it was magnum with a wink and a and a smirk and that damn you know mustache. and that damn mustache you know that's yeah mm-hmm. tom Selleck, look out <laughs> you know so so yeah maybe i'm not being fair but tv in the 80s was i just different you know yeah, and very different animal absolutely yeah and, and i just loved it and and that that to me is is the pinnacle of it. Yeah, see, I got you. And I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you. Like, I was born in 75, so I'm one year older than you. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, 80s TV, especially Saturday morning cartoons. Like, that was oh. that was my bread and butter there. That was my life. That Hell, yeah. Everything. But then throughout the week, it was like I was out hanging with my friends. Like, you know, you see in all these, like, retro films these days where they show, like, kids on bikes and out hanging out with their friends and everything. There was no such thing as social media. That was me. Mm-hmm. Um, the the whole movie thing, well, movies... Absolutely. Yeah, movies has been my life since I was, like, four years old. But the TV thing, especially in the 90s, like I said, with the exception of Batman the Animated Series, it really didn't care for 90s TV that much. Like, it was like, okay, it's there. Like, people were into, like, Family Matters and Full House and all that other shit. And I was like, meh. All right, I'll watch it if it's on, but I didn't care. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then going into the 2000s, I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and that was about it. Uh, I didn't really care for much television. Well, and the X-Files, of course. But other than that, like, TV, it, it's only been, I'd say, like, the last 
well, it's the whole Netflix thing, really, is really what kicked it off. When all of a sudden you could binge watch these shows, that's when all yeah. of a sudden it was like I went into my fucking heydays. But <laughs> there, yeah, especially throughout like the '90s and the like the early 2000s, I, I, I was like you, like TV just didn't mean shit to me, really. Yeah, I, I see. I was, I was, I was on the opposite because like I was one of those kids that every day of the week had a show that I needed to see. And so, like, even if I was out with friends or stuff, like, sometimes it would become, like, me and that friend would quit what we were doing. It's this time to go watch that or, you know, like, that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, Tuesday night is this show. I got to make sure I see that. And if I can't, mom's got to record it for me on my shitty VHS player. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> that, you know, that whole that whole kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, like, hearing from that perspective, like, both from your perspectives on it, mm-hmm. um, how different, you know, viewing how different people view things. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Now for me, um, in, when I got into high school, I played football for, I was a sophomore and I also worked, there was a, a, a potato field behind my house and I worked there, uh, for a little bit. So like for the first like year or two of high school, I didn't really do that much watching, but then, you know, I would come home and I think, I think it was Fox 43, uh, the, the Fox affiliate, um, here in Harrisburg, they would do, um, if I remember right, it was like Animaniacs followed, or no, Tiny Toons followed by Animaniacs yep. followed by Batman. Yep. And so when when nights that I didn't have to work or didn't have anything to do, and I eventually got a job at a grocery store, and I didn't have to do any of that. Yeah, I would I would plant myself for about an hour and a half and watch those. That was some solid TV watching. There. Yeah, and then yeah. and then that would be it because then Power Rangers would come on, and I'm and I don't really don't care about that. Oh man, that was my jam. <laughs> Only Mighty Morphin, though. I lost okay. interest after. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with Keith on that one. Uh, my, Power Rangers, <laughs> not really my thing. Although Ultra, Ultraman, now that's a different story. Ultraman. <laughs> oh, uh, no, but I tell you, back in the day, Voltron, and specifically oh, yes. the Lion Voltron. Yes. Oh, Voltron. That was the shit right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, now I'm, and this is another one, and I have not gotten a chance to watch the reboot of that. You know, so I feel like I'm missing out on all of this stuff, but I just don't have time. <laughs> weird, weird fact point. Well, I was gonna say Voltron's pumping out seasons like every three months, though, because they're up oh, to yeah, like season three, seven like, or something yeah. like that, and I'm only at uh, like season two. <laughs> pump pumping out like parasites? Would oh, you say? From you know, their butts. Yes. Phallic objects? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fun factoid about giant robots in Japan. Did you know that apparently the first, like, the thing that started that craze was Spider-Man? Like, the Japanese mm-hmm. Spider-Man cartoon. Yep. Or not even cartoon. It was a live-action Spider-Man yep. TV show. And they decided Spider-Man doesn't just fight crime. He also has a giant fucking leopard Megazord thing. Yep. Like, he had, it was called Leopardon. It was basically Voltron, but it did, it wasn't separate robots, and he fought giant monsters in it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for Spider-Man, but man, it started a craze, and then that's when all the other you know giant robots started happening. <laughs> I suspect if you asked Peter Parker if he wanted a giant you know uh, leopard robot thing, he'd probably be down with that. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spider buggy or giant robot. Yeah, hey, okay. Tony, Tony Stark, can you build me one of those? <laughs> if I see that in Infinity War 2, I'm walking out. That's all there is to it. <laughs> oh my god, Leopardon in Infinity War. Yeah. 
weirdly sign me up <laughs> yeah actually i'm kind of down with that yeah <laughs> well yeah i mean we've had we've already had the hulk buster so yeah why not fucking bring it in why not bring on leopard dog yeah, why <laughs> not? yeah. oh my all right uh, well, what do you guys yeah, say we're... time to wrap this thing up and uh yeah, I think I think so. As we, I think we ran out of things to say about zombie ass a while ago. I'm gonna be honest. It, it's really a shame because I got a feeling people are gonna turn this off before they get to the real good conversation right? that happened after zombie ass. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, Paul, you you really need to put a disclaimer on the beginning of this. You know, zomb- zombie ass discussion yeah. zero zero through. Fifteen thirty, yep. and then good shit after. <laughs> Pretty much real human interaction from this point on. Yeah. We'll call this episode "Bad Shit, Good Shit." Stick around for the good shit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of appropriate. Yeah, it kind of is actually. <laughs> Bad, shit. Bad shit up front. Bad shit, good shit. That said, though, guys, a next level this... Halloween episode. Yes. That said, though, guys, this has been an absolute pleasure to record. Yeah, good times. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice talking with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me down. Oh, anytime. I mean, technically, I mean, you guys kind of started it. I mean, I posted the Spookies clip, but then you guys brought this movie up, and it was like, eh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be more judicious about the comments I make offhand in the future. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. <laughs> oh, boy. I guess, uh, do we want to tout our wares quick and then sign out? Yeah, that sounds good. I'll let you guys have the honors first. All right. Well, uh, once again, I am Zach. I'm part of the Next Level Radio podcast, Two Fat Dudes, where we talk all news nerdy, anything comic book, video game, anime, you name it. If it's in, it's if it's part of like nerd slash pop culture, we're going to talk about it. Okay. And I'm Keith. I work at the uh, Oyster Mill Playhouse Radio Theater. We. Uh, are a next level uh, podcast. Uh, we also have a brick and mortar uh, theater in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. And what we do is basically radio shows, uh, kind of old timey uh, radio drama and comedy, as well as some original works as uh, people want to give them to us. And uh, some fun things like that. Uh, we just released our Halloween uh, episode on Saturday. So uh, with a reading of H.P. Lovecraft and uh, yeah, and uh, some Tim Burton poetry. Ooh. So uh, do uh, check that out. Thank you. And finally, I'm Paul. I'm not from Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from you know across the border. Uh, good old hockey game, eh? But uh, no outsider. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I'm Paul. Uh, the major host of what lurks behind podcast zero part of the next level network. And yes, I have a Facebook page for the podcast at facebook.com slash what lurks behind podcast zero. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it at the next level network website, next level radio online.com slash podcast zero. And yeah, I'm basically a big whore on social media, even though I hate social media. (laughs) <laughs> I do seriously. I absolutely despise it, but apparently I'm pretty good at it. So people are like, "Keep posting more." It's like, okay, I guess. Like, I guess because I'm not that big of an asshole, even though I sometimes can be when I want to be. But it is what it is. Anyways, yeah, See, now, that's now. Now, every once in a while, I'm just going to show up in your comments section with just the word "whore." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, 
But no, I'm with you. I would have quit Facebook years ago if I didn't have to pimp my wares. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I don't know. People are too bitchy and whiny on there. I get it. Everyone wants their voice and guilty. whatnot. But what? You're guilty, did you say? Uh, totally guilty. Really? I'm, I'm, I, am, I am very pissy. Really? Oh, I... <laughs> Extraordinarily. Oh, that sucks. I'll have to unfollow I know, you right? now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm totally kidding. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, I said I'll unfollow you. Or, oh, oh, or well, are you gonna come? I wouldn't me? recommend that either, Paul. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. All right, it's time to get the fuck out of here, right, guys? Uh, yeah, check out all of our shows, and there's yep. so many other great shows on Next Level Radio, oh, yeah. Next Level Podcast Network. What, check it out. The uh, Caffeine Crew have a Halloween episode as well. They just released. Here we go. Uh, DC DC Times Prime Time with. with uh, mm-hmm. Ben and Rob, who were both sick when they recorded this week's episode. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It should be a horror show in itself. <laughs> I love you guys. Con- I love you, Ben, Rob. I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, Con Talk is fun. Yep, That's a, yep. I can't think of her Tracy. name. She goes to different conventions. Tracy, Tracy, yeah. yeah. She goes mm-hmm. to different conventions, talks to people. It's cool stuff. Exactly, exactly. There's lots of good shit on there. Absolutely. Show. Anyways, <laughs> thanks, thanks for right. joining me, guys. It was a pleasure being part of this with you guys as well. And, and those of you listening, make make sure you write Ben Beck and tell him how awesome this was. Right? This is your favorite yes. thing you've ever yes. heard and that you want more of it. Absolutely. Make sure to post pictures of toilet roll papers on his, like, you know, on the Next Level Network Facebook page letting him know you want more. <laughs> Subject heading, I want more zombie ass. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? All right. Oh, man. It's time to call this quits, guys. Uh, thanks. I for feel everything. so dirty. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, everyone. Keep him a call. Thank you. Good night. Do you feel that? sickness is rising it seems that all that was good has died oh no the world is a scary place now that you've woken up the demon in me bobby will you give it to me Two, three, four. Oh. <laughs> get up come on get down with the sickness you mother get up come on get down Sickness, you fucker, get up, come on, get down with the dickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. Why can't you just fuck up and die? Get down with the sickness. Fuck you, I don't need this shit. I'm down with the sickness. You stupid, sadistic, abusive fucking organ. Down with the sickness. Here it comes. 
die.